I thought it was Asseroni. Uh, that's okay. You saw the new one? No, but it's been talked about enough that I've gleaned. Yeah, dude. And it's like, what kind of Satanist are you? Like, uh, I'm cool, dude. Oh, is that like... Just, is, is that line in like one of the advertisements or something? I, it's just like I said, people have been talking to oh, me about okay. this shit. So I'm just been like... Because I'm like, I'm the type of person where it's like, you can spoil the thing for me. I don't give a fuck. I'm going right. to see it or I'm not. So like, if I know I'm not going to... Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Isaiah. And welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and... Isaiah. Isaac! <laughs> oh, shit. Look who's back again. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> like you never left, motherfuckers. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, my grams was not doing too well. She's still not doing great, but... But she's That's, here. She's still she, with us. Yeah, she's still with us. So hell yeah. You know, it's not easy getting old. She's 85, so. Living ain't easy, baby. Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. <laughs> she that Ocho Cinco yeah, level, dude, so. that Chad number, dude. <laughs> and, <laughs> and much like Chad, she's 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 taking the L right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, because that, that did happen. That happened last week. Yeah, there was a fight, so I didn't talk about I'm it. But, oh my god, but that did myself. happen. It was a good fight, and your mom is making that, or your grandma's making that good ass fight. So fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Good analogy. <laughs> He's tied in. <laughs> Levity. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, glad to be back for episode twelve. <laughs> I like to, I like to... Chinese. I don't know where I was going with that. I got yeah. oriental. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us um, about your week. Um, my that? week, it was all right. It's been hot. It's oh, been yeah. sweaty. I'm sweating right now. My titties, oh, they're drenched. So hot. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been good. Um, I know Brad and the rest of the world is interested, so I'm going to take you to my food corner real quick. Um, oh, yeah, we always... I had um I had a dinner party with a friend. Um, I hit him up, and we'll have this thing where it's like, hey, you know, let's get the squad together, or just you and me, mano y mano, and we'll just make some weird food or make some food we think is good. And so I didn't had dumplings on the mind. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. And so we made some dumplings and Korean base stew, like Korean army base stew, pretty much just like hodgepodge. So it was good. I love yes, I do. No, that is true. It's true. It was, Korean. it was Korean. It was Chinese. It was a little bit of everything. It was Asian international. Um, so we threw down. Yes. And then the next day, I had a bag of dumplings that I just had like in the freezer. So I took them out. I fried them and then covered them in chili. And then I ate them. In chili? In chili. You, you Cincinnati the shit out of I did. I did. I fucking skylined those dumplings. <laughs> Yeah, so that happened, and um, I feel dirty. But, but you know what, Isaiah? You're my Cincinnati dumpling. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm a Cincinnati dumpling, everybody. That's the dream. Um, two air horns in the first three. I feel minutes. like I earned it. We're, I feel like I'm working overtime this week. We're getting it. Um, but yeah, no, it was a good one. It was solid. Um, I, uh, I watched something or did something. Oh, Invincible! I finished Invincible. Um, the movie with Mark Wahlberg. No, where no, 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 no! Don't bring that one up. Don't bury that. that bury is that. Invincible. That is invincible. You're right. It's a true story. Whatever. But um, 
No, the, the <laughs> Amazon Prime uh, superhero cartoon. Oh, yes. yeah. The one yeah. where uh, it's like super violent and the dude. Like, yes. Like the 70s or 80s boss, like mustache, like the Tom yes. mustache. Yes. It's just like murdering. And that's JK uh, Simmons or whatever, the dude who's um, uh, J- Jameson from Spider Man. Oh. He's literally like pretty much dark Superman. I love it. He was great. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so it was a fun, uh, crazy ride. Like you said, very violent. Yeah. Seth Rogen cameos fatality. in it. A lot of fatalities, like every episode. Um, yeah. Seth Rogen plays a weird alien in it too. So there's Ooh, that. Seth Rogen. Oh, yes, yes, daddy. We we stand. Um, but yeah, it's, it was solid. It, okay. Good. <laughs> I don't want to like go into spoilers no, or anything no, like just, that. I, um, I I'm just, gonna watch season two when it comes out, but yeah. I just kind of like stumbled because I didn't know if I wanted to get into like how much I love Seth Rogen or. I mean, we can always talk, talk about, about Invincible it. more, but we can always talk about Seth Rogen. I mean, he's got a book coming out, or it's so, out. his book is out. Yeah, he's been so zaddy. Yeah. lately, and I just that's I'm all about his book. He looks like a like a fucking guru. Glow right the fuck up. Glow the fuck up. And uh, we're all here for it. Yeah. So uh, my week. Yes. How about you, man? You can talk about your two weeks. You can go long if you want. Yeah, because. Uh... <sighs> there it is. There it is. It's been. It's One been week tough. since you looked at me. Sorry. Oh, shit. But yeah, it's been, it's been all right. Um, I mean, a little tough with uh, the whole Graham situation, but. You know, she's she's doing the best she can. Yep. That's life. You know, yep. Things are things are tough sometimes. Uh got a new office at work. Ooh. Um yeah. To a deluxe office in the sky. In the sky. I'm moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> oh shit. Guys, I didn't realize how hard we were about to hit that harmony. Dude, we're we're sweating like it's in fucking choir right now, ain't we? So we might as well do it. We really are. <laughs> You guys have no idea how sticky it is. It's sticky, right icky. And my man Brad is in sweats right now. I'm, I told him I'm giving him a fucking medal for that. Oh, yeah. We deserve a medal for this podcast. Long hair, sweats. I'm in this fucking shirt. That's fucking illegal right now. <laughs> He's in a shirt. <laughs> I shouldn't guy. have to wear a shirt. It, it's, a, it's a tight shirt, it's though. Tight. I gotta be real, guys. It's popping. I'm digging it. It's yeah. popping right now, dude. I am restricted. <laughs> But um, no, yeah, Sorry, got, a, got a new office. New uh, office. Got got some windows. That's nice. You know, cicadas smacking against it. Oh, cool. cicadas! That was another part of my week that's been t- dreadful. Yeah, that's yes. the whole thing. fucking cicadas. They don't know in Germany, but yeah, we have was, these crazy bugs. I was gonna say we probably have some <laughs> listeners not from Ohio. They yet. can't see fifteen centimeters outside of their fucking face. They have wings the size of like a mutated animal. Mostly um, every seventeen years, a big giant swarm of. Oh. Locust beetles just fly everywhere. Just swarm the city, and they're really stupid, and they just like smash in everything and, and fuck and pee everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> but but he's cicada free. C- cicada free. <laughs> it sounds so opulent, like I'm Brad Walsh. <laughs> Don't need nobody. Cicada free. <laughs> Uh, Erica Badu approves. Yes, as does Cash Money. No, but um, we're getting distracted. It was it was okay. Two weeks. Got a new office. Um, you know, even though 
even though my girl's not doing well, I got to spend some time with her and some family. Uh, I got to uh, go on a date with a nice lady. Oh, was that good? It was, see, I was done with the conjuring after the first one, so I was like, Yeah, just tell me. And so people have been talking it, and I'm like, This sounds dumb, this sounds like evil mood ring, like, but based on a true story, remember? Like, I, I'm just, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, they kind of like, what did they say? It said, like, based on a true story that led to, like, one of the biggest cases in U.S. history, and I was like, nope, nope, nope. nope. loose, loose! Yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then the whole movie happened, and it was it was some bullshit, just a bunch of jump scares, uh, it had some good laughs in it, um, but and hey, then this I, is a I, movie I, day, yeah. At the end, uh, they dropped some, like, they tried to drop like the actual like ooh look like we actually here's some news clipping. Oh, <laughs> it's real! It's, it's real! No, it was it was secret line. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but hell yeah, on a date, I yeah, like yeah, it. I like you know, it. Little horror movie day, and it was cool because we were literally the only pe- post COVID movie theater dates. Guys, I'm telling you, go. That's the where it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like we could have straight banged in that theater. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking Danbury, dollar Danbury. We're talking about, like, yeah, we're talking about we could have gotten dollar Danbury dirty in that theater. Oh, man, local, local boys and girls know. But it was a showcase 18 with reclining seats, so. Sheesh. You know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying. Yeah, so, guys, uh, go bang at the showcase <laughs> Or just have a healthy date, you know? Yeah, just, yeah, just go on a date, guys. Yeah. It's, you know, COVID's it's settling down. Yeah. It's, you know, in Germany, it's, it's been over for, like, a year. They're, they're actually, I no, think... longer than America, at least. Though, yeah, and I, I do think there is a, actually a place in Ohio that, like, a small town, that they had, like, oh, I think almost a year with no cases or some shit. Or they had a whole month this year with no cases. Either way, that's still very impressive. Um... But yeah, man, good for you. Getting getting a date. Getting a getting a movie in there. Good for you. Getting a date. Well, I'm actually going out. With a... <laughs> well, for me, I'm not doing any of that shit. So I'm really proud of you, man. Thanks, buddy. I'm literally it. just traveling in my home. So that's uh, my life. So I'm happy to see you thriving, babe. Cool. So I'm glad it was a I'm glad it was a you know good week for us. We're making it happen. Making it happen. Making our way downtown. Uh and other news and and the news. And um, news. Hey, go on, tell us about the news for the week. Um, so I got some stuff for y'all. Um, this just happened today. Uh, but it's been kind of leading up. I personally, <coughs> excuse me, I didn't. I personally, <laughs> bullshit. No, I personally didn't think this was gonna happen. Um, we've been kind of covering uh, the Israeli-Palestine conflict, which has had me just look at B- uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. No, I'm gonna pronounce these all wrong but um i didn't think he was gonna be going anywhere he had he's had a 12 year run in uncontested pretty much anytime it has been it's been it's been thwarted or he's found a way to continue the elections even with a corruption case he's still been the prime minister of israel and it's like so this guy's like on star power just unbreakable yeah but um in a narrow margin 60 in favor 59 opposed Um, and this Kinset, this three kind of man party has taken over for the prime minister seat. And the initial prime minister now is going to be a far right politician named Naftali 
Bennett. And um, this is a person who used to work for Netanyahu. Um, he actually was like kind of like a star boy in his party for a time. Um, worked on him, literally thought, looked up to him. But Netanyahu kind of has a thing where if you blow up in his party, kind of get too much attention, he kind of finds a way to get rid of you before you get rid of him. So he ousted him, kind of got him out, but he kind of rallied on his own kind of far-right policies, powers, met up with a left member. And I don't know these guys' names. I tried to look them up, but I've I've only heard them like a couple times. Um, There was a left wing member and then also a central member. And he kind of, this person tied in a lot of the Arab countries too. So these two other people team up with this Naftali Bennett guy, say, hey, we're going to take him out. Like, yeah. it's time. And he actually starts doing press, actually starts making the pushes, and it's happened. So the thing, though, is a lot of people, like, this is already met with opposition. People are already booing him because he's not going to change anything. Benjamin Netanyahu, or, or yeah, Netanyahu is already right. This guy is also far right as well. Yeah. So it's not like he's going to come in like, it's a new day! <laughs> and then, like, you know everyone's free like no he's gonna be like no i'm gonna make this more separate in a way that's benefiting israel and that's what i care about but the idea is he's supposed to have a two-year stint switching to a left hand left wing guy and then all the while a centrist kind of thing supposed to help make everything okay but we'll see Netanyahu is still saying hey i'm gonna oppose this and you know we'll win it back in the future because the way they do politics like the the government structure there's different like there's several parties all kind of vying for the main spot and they all kind of can rotate at any given if things don't work out like if they have two bad like sessions where nothing happens and they go okay we got to do a re-election so i mean we'll see but um that's a big change we'll see what happens from that um got some more cyber news um for jbs they finally came out with their number for how much they paid on the ransomware and they said they paid $11 million equivalent to try to get rid of the ransomware. So they paid out that much money to hackers wow. and shit to try to just, like, get this shit fixed. Because that's how it got put up. It's like, hey, your systems are jammed up. You have to pay us in order to get them unjammed. So that's all. And, and the way it is is a lot of times people go, well, why would you negotiate with them? It's like negotiating with a terrorist. And it's like, it's like oh, how are they going to get that money? Well, it all gets sent out through bits. So it's like we have a Bitcoin wallet. We're telling you to send it to this Bitcoin wallet, and it's supposed to be untraceable. Okay. Um, but as we've seen the other story, we're and I'm going to get to it can be traced. Like people used to think in the like late '90s, early 2000s, that this was going to be the new wave. It is, but just like how we have the bad guys doing what they do to get the money and acquire it, we have people who are going to go through every link to find out where that money is now and then to get it back. Um, so. That's how much they blew because, I mean, you can say, hey, we're not going to pay you. Well, then you don't get your shit unlocked and you don't get back to work. And these businesses are so big, taking days, day even, like being completely offline, you can't do it. Like according to them, like you're going to lose so much money. They're going to lose potentially $18 million if they don't. So that's just like, you know, a random number I've heard companies say where it's like, look, we could have paid $8 million, which we did. Or we could have paid that $18 million, which we would have had to. So they make that sacrifice to get things up and running. And um, it's crazy how much like, like power there is in technology. Yeah. The future of terrorism and everything. Yeah. Like they can just, they should have just like give us $11 million. Yeah. 
fuck, we have to pretty much. And on the other news thing I had, the DOJ, they reported that they got $2.3 million back from the $5 million that the Colonial Pipeline, like the Dark Side people had gotten. Okay. So, I mean, they got half of that back, which is very substantial. That's a good amount of money, but that means you lost $2.3 million, some shit, mm-hmm. of people's money because of this hack. And that's, I mean, that's that's crazy. And yeah. not to mention, we know it's Russia, but we can't say, oh, Putin did it, or oh, the Russian government did it, because they have a double blind. Like, a lot of hackers go to Russia to kind of do their business, because Putin's very hands-off. Yeah. But then also, it's kind of alleged that Putin will go up to these people and say, hey, we're doing you a favor, do us a favor. And it's kind of off the record, hush-hush, but these hackers will hack major infrastructures in other powerful countries they won't hack russian like it's literally into the code that like hey it's gonna make this big worm it's gonna fuck all this shit up but not russian computers because that's where we operate out of what a coincidence so i mean these kind of things happen i mean it's it's come out of korea all other kinds of countries so i mean and also america does it too we've literally had our hands in the cookie jar spying on other countries trying to shut down other countries from you know getting a nuclear thing here or whatever there so i mean all of us are guilty of it it's just a matter of uh who's gonna kick the bill when these hackers come cashing out the future is like gonna be like good hackers versus bad it that's i i really think that's happening now like i think that future is here yeah good yeah like good fucking tech people versus like Mm -hmm. bad and I think I, I heard the I'm word savvy enough to know the right words for the, the craziest word I've heard this year is cyber hygiene. Whoa. <laughs> I said, Whoa. And I was just like, that's such a funny, corny thing, but it's such a real thing that you have to worry about. Like it's it's more it's more like likely to happen than an anthrax attack. You know what I mean? The, that you or I could get hacked, our whole shit could get fucked, whatever. That's more likely than us like getting covered in some like chemical agent today because it's just so easy for someone to clickety clack fish your email get your shit and like hey let's say you just work at a company and they're gonna fucking get to your company through you like shit like that i mean so cyber shit is crazy it's fucking call of duty out here boys and girls um but speaking of the future speaking of the future (laughs) uh jeff bezos daddy bay um, he's going to space, guys. Oh, yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. What do you give the man who has everything? Uh, you let his dreams come true, guys. Jeff, <laughs> since he was five years old. You launch him into space. He said. He has too much money and he needs to stop. <laughs> he That's said, it. this is what no. I've wanted since I was five years old, is to go to space. And so him and his brothers and a lucky winner, because you can auction for this, of course, of course, of course. Uh, I believe Blue Origin. Uh, they are the people who are shipping us out to space. Um, but it's like a quick trip. It's like you're literally going to be up there for three minutes. You get like a little bit of time unseat belted and you're just like riding the space wave for like a second. You come back down. So that's cool, I guess, if you're rich and have everything. Yeah, what sweet. Um, so yeah, moving on. Thanks, Jeff. I hope you have fun out there. I mean, until I can like just like go blunt cruising through the cosmos. Oh, that does sound fucking head. lit. Yeah, don't talk to us. Let us have our fucking life, please. Until you can give now and then <laughs> podcast 
a space cruiser that we can smoke weed in. Yes. Don't even bother talking Don't to even us ask. scientist dudes. Not even scientist dude, rich yuppie chodes. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm sorry, scientist dudes. We're mostly talking about rich dicks. Yeah, yeah, because scientists, you can go to space. You want to send a rover to Mars? We got you. Yeah, we yeah. support you. Show us that algae. We'll be with the rich dudes and give them your, their money. Yeah, dude. We're going to fuck them up. So that you have funding. We're gonna we're gonna and, we're gonna hack them. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Um. And awesome other news. Uh. So Brad, have you ever just wanted to go back to school? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like I miss it. You know, life's crazy. I kind of just want to go back to a I simpler wish I time. Take my education seriously. <laughs> Public school education in America is trash. Well, Casey Garcia, she decided that she was just gonna take it all the way back to middle school. Um, she has a seventh grader and she's 30 years old herself, but she decided to test the security of her, uh, child's middle school and masquerade as a child, uh, infiltrate. And she was able to actually do all right. She made it through half the day before she said people were starting to notice. And, um, I mean, yeah, you see the picture of her right here. I mean, I could kind of see it. And especially with the mask, I think. The mask on definitely does make it kind of hard if someone's just kind of scuttling around. Like, yeah. maybe that is a child. She's awfully built for a yeah. child, but okay. Um, but she got caught. Why and- does this eighth grader have, like, dried out, stone-looking <laughs> skin and, and wide-set hips? <laughs> wide-set birthing hips? <laughs> no. But, um... So I think she kind of thought this was going to be like a light deal. Like, hey, you know, just wanted to say, hey, like, you guys didn't have security. You guys should really be on it. But, like, yeah. that actually is something that people pay for. They're like, no, you're so, a pedophile now. You're like, trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the reaction. Like, uh, no, you're going to fucking get charged. So she got charged with trespassing. So, whoopsie. I'm not calling her a pedophile. I'm saying that, like, I bet she's on, like, a child, like, who knows i mean they might try to try for i don't think so i think and the thing was she was bold too trying to like tiktok it like be an influencer about it Uh, like to me that's kind of karmic you know what i mean yeah you also shouldn't be filming inside of a children's school yeah it's there's just you're you're opening yourself up to a lot more exposure than i think people thought i think people really thought they were going to get into a never been kissed situation here and it's like no dude this isn't cute you're not drew barrymore so let's not do it um, so, you know, if there's any more <laughs> news on that, we'll let you know. I, I kind of thought it was interesting just because technically it is like a social engineering thing to break into a school, but to do it as a 30 year old mom, would you say that she hacked? <laughs> yeah, I, we could. That was where I was going. Thank you, baby. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't advise it. We wouldn't advise it. Um, <laughs> last but not least before we hop into the time machine, um, cicada news. We were talking about them a little bit earlier. Uh, they're doing damage. And, um, bullshit. They're bullshit. That's goddamn right. And you know what? <coughs> we, might get some, we might get some cicada That's apologists. It. They're like, oh, they do so much. They, they're a source of protein. Oh, they, they soften the, the, the earth. I don't care. You know, they can't bite you. You know, they can't do anything harmful. <laughs> so, oh, they don't do anything harmful. Yeah. Huh? Right? Well, apparently, a man was driving. He was driving his car, windows down, driving fast, and he's homebound. And a cicada, <laughs> cicada just zoomed right into his shit, and he crashed. 
And um, that's not good. That's uh, and now we won. He didn't die. <laughs> he didn't die. His injuries are pretty minimum. But um, yeah, it's technically the first Cincinnati cicada issue that we've had this year. Uh, hey, I almost got into an accident myself. Literally, one was hiding in my car. Like he had gotten in. I thought, okay, maybe I'm just hearing things. I don't yeah. think it's a kid who got in. And Next then you know, it just screams at you. He like he was literally coming out of um like my cheer and then like flew at me and I was like ah shit and then I'm just fucking freaking out. Speaking of bugs, I think there's a big one on Isaiah's wall right now. There probably is. <laughs> I live in the ghetto. Um but yeah. It's a good bug though, though. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> They're all bad bugs but to me. Cicada attacked you? So the kid attacked me. I was attacked three times that day in my car. So there was no peace. There was no rest and I will never forgive them. Um I was driving down this, the road with my buddy, and he was, like, delivering some pizzas. I was just cruising with him for a little bit. Hell yeah, dude. hanging out. Road yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, keeping a bro company, uh, you know, while he's working, delivering some Zaz. But <laughs> Hell yeah. we were going down the road, and uh, he had the window cracked a little bit because he was smoking a cig. And as we were driving, all of a sudden, a cicada just... Like, just through the little crack that he was actually... I hate that. It's just... (sighs) Came piping through there and smacked him in the forehead at, like, 40 miles an hour. It's not a joke. We're laughing, but it's not a joke. It's, like, annoying, dude. I bet it hurt. Yeah, man. Like, when it hit his forehead, it was a a thump. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) These motherfuckers are not playing, dude. No, these are big bugs. Yeah. Um, So, I mean... And the car was totaled, by the way. Like I said, the driver was fine, but the car was totaled. Um, Point is, is hide your kids, hide your wife, because the cicadas attacking everybody out here. Yeah, I mean, to me, I equate cicadas to cazadors, like from Fallout, the big fucking nuclear thing. They don't have a stinger. They're not going to give me poison damage, but they harass me all the same. And they have that kind of like meandering kind of like, I see you, but I don't see you kind of vibe. Same thing. Take a lot of your life lessons from New Vegas. You can learn a lot from New Vegas if you let it in. If you let it into your heart and into your soul. Especially into your soul. I mean, aren't we all the courier? 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 Courier. Courier. I'm a career courier. Yes. Uh, you know what? I think that's it. I mean, sure, there's more shit that happened, but you know what? Fuck it. That's all we got. Probably other things that happened in the world, but that's all that we. That's all I give a shit about. (laughs) That's all you're gonna get. God damn it! All right, so yeah, I'm done with the news. Kicking it over to my time navigator, Brad, and we're gonna hop in this time machine. Hello, and I will be your time machine captain this evening. Slash hot storian. <laughs> I cut it short. No, you're not going to get the whole sound bite. That's okay. I still, well, they hear it in their heads. That And I just, that's the energy I'm bringing with the, with the timeline. Yeah, but we're trademarking that phrase though, hot storian, and it's going to you. Like, yes. they're going to see a poster with you and no shirt and glasses on. Yeah, dude. That's going to be a vibe. I am your hot story for this evening. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Brandon. I'll be your hot story tonight. 
every night. <laughs> you guys couldn't see it, but I got right up on the mic. He got right up. He slithered onto the mic and just crouched there, dude. Yeah. But if you're pregnant, that's why. <laughs> if you're pregnant, that's why. Doesn't matter how far along it, it's fine. <laughs> it's his baby. He's a time navigator. Exactly. I have a time machine. <laughs> and the first stop on it is in your mom's house. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> they thought we were done with the 10th episode. Oh, man. No, but um, besides your mom's house, well, we, we after we stopped by your mom's house, uh, <laughs> we went ahead to the year 632. That's A.D. Muhammad, the founder of Islam and unifier of Arabia, passes away, unfortunately. <laughs> the way you went, he died. Fatality. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> Yo. Mm. Too hot a story in. Yeah. Brad Walsh. <laughs> Might uh might get us in a hot seat. Hot hey, seat. look, you got our Gmail. If you got a problem with it, let us know. <laughs> uh in eleven ninety, Frederick Barbosa drowns in a river while leading an army of the Third Crusade. Damn dude. And I just think that's funny because like, you know, he was just like getting his men hyped. He was like just talking to them. Gods of war. <laughs> May your hammer be mighty. Exactly. And he's, just, he's just like, gods of war. And then he just got them all hyped up. And then immediately he was like, all right, then we're going to charge across the river. And then, like, stepped into the river with his armor and just got fucking swept away and drowned. And they're all like, <laughs> no. do you guys think I want to fight? Like, he's drowning right now. <laughs> Did you see what just happened to him? He and just like, got taken away. I would think that they're like, yeah, it was his idea. Like this whole thing was his idea anyway. And they just kind of like they all left. And just fight. slowly backing away, hands up. Man, imagine that you could take on a whole river. His hammer just for starters. Just for starters, you said God's gonna carry us. Psych. He thought he was Moses. <laughs> he probably, he probably did. He probably quoted the dude. Oh, oh man. Like I said, his hammer was not mighty. So. Yeah, dude. Give this man a Braveheart award. In 1770, Captain James Cook runs aground on the Great Barrier Reef. Dude. And uh, that also is uh, not mighty because he done um, did terrible things to the Aborigines. Oh, they basically yeah. just like crashed onto like the Great Barrier Reef and they're like, Oh, what we got here? <laughs> Who put this here? And, and 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 I'm not even gonna care about being offensive about the accent and and this because they're assholes, yeah. Because in this, well, James Cook and his and his gang were yeah. Assholes. They're not a merry bunch. Yeah. And then uh, so they totally just like like oh, what's this great reef thing we just crashed? More on? like a lame reef, sir. Huh? Oh yeah, they started. Yeah, they didn't appreciate just immediately, just are mad. And then, yeah, and then they got got on land and just started murdering people. This is literally a definition of malding. Just mad, bald, white dudes, just mad at where they're at because they brought themselves there. But you know, it happens. History. <laughs> you know, white. <laughs> you know, angry white dudes. History. Oh, exactly. Put the stupid barrier reef here. It's blocking our shit. Bullshit. In 1775, the United Colonies changed their name to the United States. U.S. 
Yeah, so yeah, that's pretty lit. They're like, guys, it's time for a little uh, rebranding. <laughs> yes, dude. They said we need to bring some new life into this. How about we make it us? U.S. Oh, shit, man. Of America. Of America, dude. The land that we love. Where my father roams in the Buffalo Road. Oh, wait. Same songs, differently. Whatever. Tomato, potato, America. Yeah. It works. I tried to sing. I tried to sing the song. You're pretty much Francis Scott at this point. You're fine. I got the key. Bombs bursting in air, dude. That's us. U.S. Nice. In 1776, (laughs) the Continental Congress appoints a committee to write a Declaration of Independence. Sweet. I'm so stoked that they made that Declaration of Independence so they could kind of just do whatever they wanted after that. Yeah, exactly. And just left out a bunch of people. Yeah. And like... Blacks and like, hey, those three fifths people, and then you know, those not men, what are we gonna do with them? Just write them in somewhere, whatever. Yeah, uh, in 1806, John Roebling, civil engineer, pioneer, and designer, designer of suspension bridges, is born. Sweet, yeah, you ever heard of a Roebling Bridge? A Roebling Bridge, I have heard of that before, yeah, bro. Andy. See? We're a big fan of people that name things after themselves here at Now and Then. Oh, yeah, dude. you got to ego boost yourself. Exactly. If I fucking find something, it's definitely going to be the Isaiah thing. It's going to be Brad's Bridges. Oh, Brad's Bridges sounds hot. Yeah. You want to see that? Actually, is, that's my stage name now. Brad Bridges. Oh, is your porn name? I I said stage name, but yeah. Porn well, I mean, I'm sending you to the porn. Yeah. You gotta go to, you're going to go to I porn. Like, I, I guess I'm not a serious actor. Oh, wow. Actor. Are you trying to say that porn's not serious? I'm trying to make you money. Oh, shit. Yeah, right. let's not attack our porn actors and actresses. I think they're doing great. <laughs> they're getting me through a week. We can now and then support our porn actors and actresses. Yeah, dude, you're getting my IMDb all the same. Oh, man. Um, in 1812, Napoleon Bonaparte and his army invade Russia. Dude. And it didn't go well. It never goes well. When are people going to learn their lesson? When they try Russia, when you try Russia, yeah, it does not go well. But I will say, for Napoleon's campaign, he was overall successful, and I think this is one of the times it bites him in the ass. Like, he thinks, oh, well, I'm going to outstrap all these nimrods, these numbskulls, but it's like you can't beat a Siberian winter, dude. Like, you just can't do it. And that's usually what happens. He comes in during the summertime thinking he's going to make it quick, they don't make it quick for him, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta get out of here in the winter." Oh, we're fucked, and then it's like, "Yeah, you're fucked, dude." Yeah, you're fucked, dude. Russia's winner. Fucks you. It fucks you, dude. Uh, in 1849, the gas mask is patented by Lewis P. Hazlitt, dude. and um, stoners everywhere. Yes. <laughs> have been hooking up random things to them and getting getting super baked ever since. Everybody knows that that is the primary function for a gas mask. Do you know he is probably rolling in his grave? Like when he saw that, like, you're not supposed to put the gas in with the mask! It's supposed to keep it out! These were for the Great War! (laughs) No. My legacy! Uh, Yeah, but um, I mean, let's be honest, like, after all that negative history, like, stoners had to, like, set it right. Had to like, give it some levity. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, you know, burn some sage in there, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> in, in 1913, 
Vince Lombardi, American football coach, is born. Okay, uh, all right. He's uh, was a longtime coach of the Packers, and, and the like trophy a, yeah, is named after exactly. him, Vince Lombardi. Trophy. Lombardi trophy, yeah. Isaiah doesn't know a lot about sports ball, but he knows that. I try, I try. Super Bowl trophy. Last week, I talked about sad tennis, so I'm learning things. Okay, sad tennis, sad tennis. What's that? It's Naomi Osaka oh, being yeah, sad, but yeah. hidden tennis. She's she tried, she, you know. But hey, you know. I mean, mental health is a serious thing. I like that, like. She like it's just it's just funny when somebody's like in a I, I don't know I, I guess not not that her life isn't stressful you know what I'm saying like when, when well, I'm sure it is I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it's very yeah. stressful I'm just saying like when when you have a lot more um, opportunities or like you know you don't have to worry about rent and like stuff yeah I guess like I'd rather be worried about tennis and social anxiety things than like how broke I am. True. That is very true. I'm not trying to put down her struggle. You know what I mean? I'm just broke guys. Me too, dude. Look at that lighting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay, hold on, hold on. Got a little couple's burn right here, dude. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Nice. That's live pre-recorded. Anyway, Vince Lombardi. A few moments later. No, that's, that's all I have. <laughs> that's it. We're moving on. Yeah, yeah. Football <laughs> coach, you know, trophies named after him. Cool guy. Uh, in 1914, the first vessel passes through the Panama Canal. Hey, it made it all the way through. That's a song they sang on the Panama that night. Um, I never would have dug this canal if it wasn't for you. Ooh, ooh. Oh, wait, or we had to dig this canal because we had to get through. That's all I should have said. I mean, that, that's what's gonna that's what happened. way, we're writing fire canal songs here. Yeah, dude. Um, no, I just like that, that like, they were like, the shipping. From to get like goods from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean, it just takes too long. It's taking too long. We need more money. Faster, faster. We should just totally fuck through nature. Yeah. What if we just like slice through a hundred miles of Earth? <laughs> Fine. Just do it. Build a big canal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta love the American spirit. <laughs> yeah. So that was the same. Um, it happened in 1915. David Rockefeller, international banker, was born. Ugh. Yeah, that's the crunch I feel about you. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. He's like Mr. Smithers. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in 1915, also a cooler guy was born. Ooh. Les Paul, American guitarist and electric oh, guitar innovator. Fuck yeah, dude. I thought you might say like something crazy like Charlie Sheen, but then you're like, nah. Charlie Sheen before 1915? <laughs> yeah, almost. Tiger Blood is forever. You're old, you're old, Charlie, we know. We know, you're running on Tiger Blood. Um, but yeah, Les Paul, dude. Quit hooking up with 20-year-olds, Charlie. You're like 80, all right? That's why you have AIDS. <laughs> uh, uh, too soon! <laughs> Uh, hashtag too late. Oh! No. <laughs> Screw it. We're, we're, we're sorry, Charlie. We're sorry, Charlie! Like the old tuna fish commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1916, Francis 
Crick, British scientist who co-discovered the structure of DNA, was born. Ooh, and DNA is a useful tool in a lot of things. And DNA is neat. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm thinking a lot of um, how we're using it That's to track uh, killers and shit now. Oh, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, literally, you could use your DNA to say, "Hey, I want to figure out how Irish I am," and then the cops could be like. We're going to figure out if you have a fucking killer cousin. If you murdered. If you murdered or your family murdered, we're yeah. going to find out for your DNA. So thank you. So thank you, Craig. Yep. Uh, in 1916, also, Mecca, under control of the Turks, falls to the Arabs during the Great Arab Revolt. Ooh. Yeah. The Great Arab Revolt. It, was a, it was a, wasn't a good one. Nope. It was a great one. It was a bigger one. <laughs> in 1920... The U.S. Post Office Department rules that children may not be sent by parcel post anymore. Wait, we'll, we'll, we'll run yeah, that back. Yeah. You're sending children? Do- yeah. Sending? You can just like, to read that one put a little stamp on you. Get out of here, exactly. Charlie. And you hop to the box and pray that you didn't suffocate. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're just poking holes in boxes and mailing oh, kids. It's like... I love America. Yeah, and they had to... <laughs> the, the, the fucking post office had to make a whole... A whole thing about it. That's so good. Imagine opening a box and being like, who put this child here? How many kids do we have to find in boxes before we make this a rule? You mail these kids to orphanages. That's probably what was happening. Yeah. Yo. This, this is going to die real quick. They were too lazy to even drop them off at the fire station. They were like, oh my God. They were like, well, Harold, we could just mail the kid. They were like Netflixing their kids. Like, <sighs> oh, I'm having a crisis. <laughs> that would be me. Like, we're done with this kid. We tried. We got to just, just put him in the mail. Oh, oh, no. That's just... Imagine the return to sender. <laughs> Shit. I, just, I would just love to see, like, how they, like, discovered that people were doing that. Like, Imagine the Karen who were got... They, were they just finding, like... I hope they weren't finding dead kids in boxes. I hope they were just finding, like... Like, there's... Like, what's this... Noisy box here at the post office. Yeah. The box is weeping. Yeah. Why has so many boxes been crying? Imagine the Karen, the first person who comes with their child in a box, and, and they go, ma'am, you can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? I just, Pamela did it last week. What do you mean I can't do that? Yeah. Well, well, there's a new rule. and There's a new rule. You see me? I can't put my kid in a box and oh. send it to your entire Oh, all of a sudden we can't mail our kids. Like, Why are you looking at me like I'm a monster? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like like they're the dick. I'm the customer, actually. And then they're just like returning to send to the kids, and the kids just like like they're trying to like send the kid away to the orphanage, and they get like return to sender, and the kid just comes back. My <laughs> dude, Harry Potter thought he had it bad, dude. Yeah, right. Psych. You didn't get mailed off. Oh. In 1921, President Warren Harding urges every young man to attend military training camp. Urges. Yeah, fuck off, Warren Harding. Red. I'm not going. Everyone should go learn how to fight because, uh, you know, because we're going to, we won't send you any wars, but uh, it might be good to go and fight some wars in case there's some wars. Hey, Sonny Jim, how would you like to be a bullet sponge? Yeah, f- yeah basically. Fuck, fuck off. off. Want to go die for some shit that you have nothing to do with? Some rich man's war. Yeah. In nineteen, some some rich man's. I like how hippie you sounded. Yeah, dude. You know I did. Some rich man's 
more. Ooh, the red, white, and blue. Struggle. And anyway, you want to smoke this joint with me, girl? You want to burn our draft notice? <laughs> you want to you ride in my bed? I would have a shag, man. I like how I made you like a creepy enemy guy. I mean, they're all creepy. And they're all... <laughs> oh, shit. Throwing shade on their views. It's a little. Just a little. Like, we love them, but also... Sure, you did Woodstock. But also... That's all we got to say. Yep. Uh, <laughs> in 1922, yeah. Judy Garland, Frances Ethelgum, a.k.a. Uh, oh, right. American actress and singer, was born. She was in uh, Wizard of Oz. Dorothy, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, them heels. also Easter Parade, which I never heard of. <laughs> true, true. So, you know, a little shout-out for Judy Garland. Um... In 1924, George H.W. Bush, 41st President of the United States, is born. That's George Sr. Ugh, the yeah. worst one, actually, dude. Yeah, he wasn't even, like, funny like his son. He wasn't even, like, some, like, frat-drinking... See, dude. I'm glad you mentioned that, because I I agree. But the problem is, I feel like that's almost, like, bait, right? Like... This, like is, I, this is like the Republican who kind of is like, I bet I can get these fuckers to whack me. And yeah. I, and you know what I mean? And I think in the wrong range when he's, snuggling, when, when, he's, when he's snuggling up to Michelle Obama in the post-op, like, yeah, you were the fucking reason we were in Iraq. It's like, but don't you like kind of whack me? I paint now. Like, Look, I get... <laughs> I'm giving candies to Michelle now. But, but H-Dub was like a fucking katana sword. He was like... Just shing, shing, shing. Let me just cut through the fucking desert, burn and purge and take all the oil. Ugh. Anyway. But he was born. Yay. Oil? <laughs> Someone say oil. In 1925, Tennessee adopts a new biology textbook denying the theory of evolution. Oh, wow. Yeah. Edgy. Yeah, they're like, uh, guys, we need to spend money up their textbooks to teach kids Wrong information. <laughs> Great job, Tennessee. Ugh. That uh, whole, like, Kansas versus uh, Board of Education or whatever it was. Like, yeah. for, I don't know if that's the exact uh, Supreme Court case, but there, there was a whole case where they were, like, deciding whether or not they could teach the theory of evolution in school. Yeah. And just, I just love how, like, stupid and Christian America was and still is. It really is. It's odd. Actually, and not to segue back to some current stuff, but it's weird to me, like, the conversation of critical race theory is now becoming super edgy where it's like, we don't want to talk about race at all anymore in some places. Like, and I'm yeah. like, you gotta kind of have to like, yeah. Now all of a sudden talking about race at all is like, it's like you're racist. Yeah. Or it's like, like but like, what is slavery? Well, just, slavery is something you have to talk about and it happened because of racial issues and people exploiting them. So like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's a good example. Like people like might not want people to teach children or like, um, like kids in school about slavery because like, of like the offensive history. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, which is very yeah. stupid because like that's okay. how you repeat said offensive history. Yeah, exactly. But I, okay. but bringing that back, yeah, I, I feel like that's such a crazy thing where it's like, oh, you got to make sure that we don't talk about this anymore. Like it's too edgy to talk about evolution. Like it, it, it you look at the numbers, it probably happened that way. Like fuck. Yeah. So. Um, Christians, chill the fuck out. Just relax. <laughs> relax. Don't do it when you want to get to it. Relax. Don't do it when you want to friend your beliefs on other people's life. Calm. <laughs> In 1929, Anne Frank, German uh, diarist and victim of the Holocaust, was born. 
So uh, shout out, and you know, we we see you, girl. We we see you, but don't see you. But we, we didn't we didn't we didn't see you, and neither did they for a while. We did that joke, Brad. We did that. I'm proud of us for trying. <laughs> I like kind of tiptoed around it, and then just like <laughs> dove in at the last. Time. That's why I love you, man. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I love you too. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So I just I just had to give Anna a shout out. Yeah, and fuck Nazis. And fuck Nazis. Um, in 1932, over 7,000 war veterans marched on Washington D.C. demanding their bonuses uh, for service in World War One. We was late. Yeah. So like. Surprise, surprise, America was fucking veteran since World War One or so time before that. Jump Street. Yeah. Oh, you guys are people. That's right. Fuck. Oh, oh, oh shit. In 1935, Alcoholics Anonymous is founded in Akron, Ohio uh, by Dr. Robert Smith and Bill Wilson. Yeah, Alcoholics Anonymous is lame, but also it just made me laugh because, like, of course it was founded in Akron. Like, yeah, dude. You, you just have to be an alcoholic to get through the living. You have to drink alcohol just to make it through that, that day. In that exactly. Um, and Alcoholics Anonymous would be cool if it wasn't for the like Christian. It's just a religious slant, heavy Christian overtone. Yeah, like I, I, I love Jesus, but like, I, you don't need him to to beat down alcohol for you. I think, like, I don't know, man. They're literally, like, uh, you get a DUI, uh, and then like go to a class or whatever, like the three day thing, and then they bring in the AA person, and then they're like, um, you gotta talk to people, and they're like. Are you gonna drink anymore? Blah blah blah. They basically have to say like you're not gonna drink again yeah, yeah. ever in general. They're like, yeah, I'm just not gonna drink alcohol anymore. Like blah blah blah. It was such a mistake. That's not a mistake to drink and drive, but uh, and it's not a mistake to consume alcohol in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically it's like I'm never gonna drink alcohol again. And then they're like, okay, cool. And you're gonna give your life to Christ. And I'm like, and yeah, exactly. Like they literally it's just so slide that wild, in. Like, dude. Like, um, isn't this state funded right now? Like, isn't like if, I, if, I, if I'm not here, a judge will put me in jail and you're like <laughs> telling me to give out the And I'm sure they kind of nod and go, Yeah, so Jesus into your life, you can accept yeah. him it's fun. with arms wide open. <laughs> uh, but in 1943. Uh, German spies land on Long Island, New York, and are soon captured. Dude, that story is fucking crazy, dude. I just think it's a. Uh, I don't know much about it, so tell me about it. But I think it's. I just like to imagine like they're like we're super obvious and just like pulled up and like big trench coats and like big fake mustaches and like kind of yeah like, like they're. It's weird because in these situations they try to actually practice like wartime rules. So like. They initially are in their initial getup. And so the idea is if they get caught in the in-between of saying, hey, we get out of the submarine, we hit land, we're still in our Nazi garb. We're still doing things by the book. But but when we hit the beachhead, like when we hit the ground, yeah. it's not a big deal. And it's yeah. like, no, that's what you guys are catching on the surface. Like these guys have infiltrated your police, your military. Like it's very uncomfortable. Um, I, I kind of stopped in the middle of... of Sorry. Going. Yeah, no, I no, cut no, you no, off. No, no, you didn't, actually. I'm very I, passionate I, about fucking neo-Nazis in the ass. 
you actually didn't though. I, I cut myself off, but um, we are passionate about that. Yeah. And uh, in 1944, the U.S. Uh, 7th and 5th uh, Corps, Military Corps? Corps, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, thanks. I'm sorry. I say it funny, right? It's like a non-military, yeah. You're like okay. Yeah, who guy. fucking cares? <laughs> but they, uh, they advanced from Normandy's beaches to uh, link up and begin moving inland. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I just think, like, Normandy was just like the Normandy beach invasion was just insane. It's intense. The fact that like they just like survived and then like linked back up and like all right let's march in. And that was the start, was, yeah. yeah. Welcome yeah. to Germany. That was just the beginning. Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, it's insane. It's brutal. Uh, in 1944, also, and this is kind of why this happened um, because of the war and everything that was going on, um, and a little bit of hometown twist to this one. Ooh. Uh, 1944, 15-year-old Joe Nuxall of the Cincinnati Reds becomes the youngest player ever in Major League Baseball to uh, play a game. Okay. Or, like in any position. But he, played, well, he, just, yeah. he started as a pitcher in that game, I believe. Wow. Um, but yeah, uh, it's like 1944, the war. I think they're really just low on player. He was a really good young player. I think he's already in like a minor system. Which yeah. I think they do still to this day allow like, I think 17-year-olds and, like, some minors to, like, get into, like, the minor, like, system. Okay. But um, not – I don't think they're, like – I think you have to be 18 to at least get called up now. Got you. But, Which uh, makes it so they would tweak it like that because yeah. most sports have. Yeah, sports, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, you should – I mean, you should, if you're a legal adult, it just makes sense. Yeah. But uh, Do what you want. But, um, yeah, so it's really interesting that, like, he's 15 – I mean, 15 years old. Playing a professional sport. Throwing ball, dude. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in 1949, George Orwell's 1984 was published. I'm debating whether I need to read that book or not, but I, I just want to get the vibes. We're allowed to change and then get into our American clothes. And um, pretty much they were they hit land. They thought they were good because it was kind of foggy or whatever, and they start getting dressed or whatever. But someone comes and sees them. They immediately try to like kind of intimidate slash like bribe them. And they're like, hey, you didn't say anything here, man. Like, it's cool. You're going to like go back and not report anything. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes like, uh, like, sure, whatever. And like, he like scurries out and then he does wind up reporting it or whatever. And so they just, they don't, they don't last long. I think some of them get. I think one or two of them get away or something like that. Like they eventually have like a little bit of stint in America, but they all wind up getting nabbed. That's, that's really funny. It's some crazy shit. They weren't slick at all. They thought they were slick. They thought they were big slick. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Germany, in 1943, the Allies began bombing Germany around the clock, which I think is just funny. They're just like, you know what? Fuck them. We're, we're tired of them. Just, just bomb them around. 24 seven bombing them. Just, just a 24 seven fuck you until. Until they're done. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, for real. Uh, in 1944, the U.S. Uh, 7 and... And by the way, for our German listener, we love modern Germany. Um, we're just... We're talking about... A, we're just having a laugh. We're just, we're, yeah, we're just talking about a very specific dick and and his his gang. But, I mean, honestly, real nah, shit. Yeah. Real shit, though, Germany. Nazis. Y'all still got to deal with them Nazis, though, for real. I've been, Is that so issue? It's a big thing, actually. Neo-Nazis have been, like, nonstop 
Like that's it's really gross. I mean, I know it's it's actually an issue here. In exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like it all kind of oh, plays I meant, like, itself. I, I meant, it's like, very in, awkward. In Germany itself. Is that... Yeah, like it's it's both. Like it's just like one of those things where they have this like very like, like they would like take it real real serious. But it's one of those things where they also kind of bury it too. They're we like, should take it serious. They're like, too, oh yeah, like there's only been a couple of documented cases of it. Yeah, you're not you're not missing anything. Like it's it's. It's okay. It's okay. But I feel like it's just like everyone always equates it to the energy of now. Like, it's so 1984. This is straight out of 1984. And it's like, yeah, it's really creepy and dystopian, right? Oh, you mean like comparing it to like, I thought, I thought you were like, like, like a, as an aesthetic to like the 80s? Like, well, or... the aesthetic to like a Florian Tate. I'm saying like, like yeah, a Florian. They're, they're, yeah. They're saying like, they're not saying like the year 84. They're talking about like the book. Yeah, the book. Okay. The book, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, like, but I don't want to read this bummer story. <laughs> it just sounds really sad. Yeah, it's, um, we're not going to get into it. You <laughs> just just uh, go back to the ninth grade or tenth grade. <laughs> you can just take my time machine, go back to the ninth grade, and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And give us your book report. Do it in week. Do it in week. In 1953. Uh, after being turned away at a local diner, 86-year-old African-American activist Mary Church Terrell and civil rights groups score a major victory as Supreme Court's rule against segregated lunch counters in Washington, D.C. Hell yeah. Yeah. We see you, uh, Mary Church Terrell, a badass 86-year-old. That's right. Getting a dub. Bad bitch. Uh. Uh. She's the original Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> 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 in 1963, Buddhist monk N- Nao Quang N-G-O, Duk or Duk D-U-C, uh, dies by self-immolation ooh, ooh, in it's... Saigon to protest per- persecution of the uh, Dean government. Yeah, that's is the, that the uh, recorded one? Yeah, that's the uh, okay. against the machine. Yeah, very iconic. The monk on fire. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so intense, like yeah. Just like I couldn't fire. do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't light myself on fire. Yeah. No. I hope not. Nope. I'm. I'm not built that way. I'm built normal. <laughs> Be like, oh, I smell like gasoline. Please stop. Uh, it's just like apparently he didn't scream, right? Nah. It's just crazy, like the, uh, the the mental strength of like those like monks. Yeah, just, it's pretty crazy. Oof. In 1967, the Supreme Court that oh misread that. In 1967, the Supreme Court rules that states cannot ban interracial marriages. Good. That was 1967, though. That's you know, crazy. I know, like, dude. People are like, you know, racism died a long time ago, right? It like, it like, uh, they like pulled the plug on it in 1967, but it stayed alive anyway. And like now it won't die, even though it's like on hospice and like it's pissing off all its nurses. And my favorite in, dead, in bedpans. My favorite question a hippie asked me one time. He said, Isaiah, do you think we'll ever end racism? Yeah. I, I laughed and I said, no, you'll never end racism as long as a stupid person exists. 
Because yeah. that's the truth. Like, I mean, everybody could be white or everybody could be black. And as long as there's different shades of white or yeah. black. Or just something different. Then there's going to be some kind of hierarchy, yeah. hierarchy or something. That no hair man is bad. Yeah. I'm the hair man. I'm good. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to replace it with something else. Yeah, it's just like that's how it works. People will always be stupid and take advantage of stupid. Yeah. Like, silly, silly, silly. Silly, silly. Oh, silly, silly. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, in 1977, David Berkowitz gets 25 years to life for the Son of Sam murders in New York. God, dude. Have you have you read a Son of Sam poem? Um, I'm pretty sure I have heard them because I've seen some of the yeah. crime stuff. Mm-hmm. Movies, but, like, I mean... So my, my dramatic. Life, just so dramatic. Like, I wish I could recite it, but it's just... Okay. It's a very high-low ABC. I'm stalking the streets at night. I'm raping the women. And it's like he's just going out of his way to be dramatic and, like, evil. But it's just like when you actually look at him, he's just some gumpy dude. Like, yeah, like that's why Netflix even put out this documentary documentary recently about uh, Berkowitz and like the Son of Sam shit. And I'm just like, dude, honestly, that's like as far as serial killers and like or spree killers or how you want to consider like him or or that whole shit. Like, it's just not interesting. I just feel like he's like a fucking like you said, he's just like a. a Goob. He's a goob. He's a goob. He's, he's a big a goob. Like, yeah. He was a goob with a big gun, and he's, he's just, not interesting or cool yeah. at all. Like, not that criminals are cool, but you know, like at least when they're like good at being a criminal, or it's like more interesting, you know. Yeah. All he was doing was he's going out at night and shooting people. Yeah, he just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> In 1985, the U.S. Supreme. Damn, I can't talk. You're okay, baby. <laughs> Thanks, baby. We got the heat madness. Exactly. For real. In 1985, the U.S. House of Representatives approves a $27 million aid to uh, Nicaraguan Contras. Oh, baby! We yeah. was giving them Contra money! Oh, yeah. I love it. I love and, uh, it. Yeah, and that's uh, that's not even the Iranian, the Iran-like Contra. Like, yeah. That's, that's uh, Nicaraguan. So that's, if anybody doesn't know, that's like uh, the cocaine, uh, a.k.a. like that's uh, the beginnings of the CIA crack um, like that's when the crack started, started to be distributed throughout inner cities, and um, there's no, there's just not a coincidence there. Like the CIA, yeah, it's it's very plain when you look into it okay. that they literally aid people to take out and and empower these new dictators who they then kind of just want to be like we're hands on but hands off. And then, oh, there's so much crime and so much desolation in this area, and it's trickling up into us. How is that happening? Because we literally let it happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's really like, I, I'm going to be honest, they're going to shut us down. They're shutting down them down, but our government controls a lot of the, oh, yeah, the drug dude. trade. They control everything. They like they're like they they confiscate like the drugs and like you know like they they're like a law against the drug trade mm-hmm. but also they're like controlling a lot of the drug trade. <clears throat> That's why the the border shit for the past 4 years has been a joke like we're over here Talking about building a wall for what, for what, for what. Yeah, to keep ourselves out. And now we're actually then, quote unquote, now doing a new thing. We haven't talked about this in the news, but like Biden is upping the cybersecurity of the wall area. 
which is kind of more effective, but in like a brutal way because you're long-term tracking some of these people. Apparently now. we need to up our cybersecurity everywhere. In yeah. general. But like, it's just one of those things where once again, though, that's still a publicity stunt because people are still getting and doing what they want to do with these drugs. And you're not stopping it. You're not stopping anything. So it's just a news headline. Yeah. Uh, and the final stop in our time machine for this week Damn. is a fun one. It's in 1990. Ooh. Universal Studios Florida opens in Orlando, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Baby Zay would have liked that. Um, now, you said babies? Baby Zay would have uh, liked baby that. Zay. Yeah, oh, baby yeah. Zay would have liked that. Little baby Zay. Yeah, I was just born. When did you, uh, did you ever get to go to um, Universal Studios? No, I haven't. I, I went when I was, uh, I went with my family when I was like three or four. I don't really get, I don't really remember it too much, but I do remember a couple things. I, Got to stand in King Kong's hand. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Powerful. Big like. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, big like King Kong they had for like some set or whatever. Like you could like stand in his hand. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I remember there was a ET ride. Ooh. Okay. And, like the ET would like knew your name. And it was like hi, like Brad or whatever. It freaked me the fuck. Yeah, out. that would throw like, me off. And, uh, How's it doing our name, Mom? Yeah, I was like, dude, trip me out. And then uh, the f- best and funniest memory I have from that was uh, we rode the Jaws ride. And okay. it was like, it was pretty cool. You're like on this like boat and you're going through like a swampy area. And it's like, oh, like what? There's a broken down like boat that's like in half. What happened here? <laughs> and, and then... Uh, then like the guy like the the tour guide like has like a fake shotgun and everything he's like oh, I'm gonna shoot the shark in case anything happens some lame shit and then, uh, and then uh I'm just sitting there like eating uh, cheesy puffs like well like like uh, not like not like puffy Cheetos that's maybe what if they were but they're like little cheese balls which, I know what you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah like, they're like white or something like that yeah right? like 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 a Oh, the orange ones? Yeah, like the okay. ones like you see in bars and stuff, like, like little cheese balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You um, big tubs of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just like munching down on some of those, like, and I don't know why they let me bring food on. <laughs> or if, they, if I just stuck it on, I don't know. I was three or four, but um, what's funny is I just remember like going through like that ride and uh, finally when Jaws like popped out of the water. It popped out right next to me, like on my side. Like I was the closest one to it, and it's like I just remember it was like scary at first, and then I was like instantly realized it was like a big robot. Yeah. And then I, for some reason, my first instinct is I just took a big handful no! of cheese puffs no! and Kobe it Kobe! right into his mouth. Bro, I, I just fed the Jaws ride a handful of cheese. Were puffs. they mad? He wasn't mad. I think he enjoyed the cheese sauce, but you know who was mad? Who was mad? The operator who were not mad at me, but were mad when they couldn't figure out why their Jaws ride wasn't working like an hour later. Because <laughs> they had like melted cheese. Yo, you sabotaged the ride. I, I fucking like. I think the uh, uh, statute of limitations is probably passed on that now. But. I'm screaming. I I told you you just go. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw a big open mouth and I was like, 
I bet I bet you could eat. Yeah, like, he was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> and he was, but it gave him a stomachache, and uh, it probably cost him a bunch of money. My face. only weakness. Yeah, and they didn't know it was me. <laughs> but like I said, that was the last stop in the time machine for this week. So That's uh, good. That was a good little fun nugget, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Just sabotage. Yeah, I hope Universal doesn't like fucking send you a lawsuit. Like, no, like I said, I think the statue of limitations yeah, is fast. Yeah, And know what, Universal? Uh, fuck off. Fuck off. And fuck also, off. we're going to free. Uh, I'll put sponsors, maybe? Yeah, you should. You fuck off, put sponsor. <laughs> I mean, COVID's like, you know, we'll get, we'll post quarantine. Like, you should think about it. Sponsor our podcast, and I'll walk around and tell everyone and their mom, like, you need to go to Universal Studios, bro. Like, yeah, I'll do it too. Hell yeah, dude. No, but. I got a sandwich uh, board. I'll wear it. But we uh, are in desperate need of sponsors. No, I'm just kidding. We're, <laughs> we're just trying to whore ourselves. We're really tonight. trying to sell it out. I mean, I mean, when you're done talking about this, I'm immediately going to talk talking about the Patreon. So, no, exactly. Yeah. I, I was just, gonna, I was just exactly. I was about to segue right into it. I really I thank you for listening to this episode. Yes, we uh, enjoyed our time with you as always. Our little fireside chat in my fucking sweaty bog room. Oh, in this swampy, sticky, mm. sweaty room. Sweaty room. We enjoyed this intimate little chat with you guys tonight. <laughs> so much fun. We hope to see you again soon. And uh, please come again. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's why you're a porn star, baby. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, he sells it. He sells it. But no, um, now and then, Brad and Isaiah pot at uh, I said podcast.com at um, <laughs> um, what's it? What is it, man? Now and then, podcast game. No, what's uh the, the money thing? Patreon at patreon.com. Sorry, I'm stoned. Um, <laughs> sorry, drugs. Yeah, sorry, drugs. Um, so you can donate. You know, throw a little tip jar in there. Um, we're, we are still thinking about doing some extra content. You know, we got some behind the scenes things that we can potentially, you know, throw at you or whatever. But that's really not a big deal. We're not in it for the money, money, money. Um, but we do want to make the world dance. And we need your help to do that. So by all means, spread the word. Talk about us to your friends. So you got this cool little podcast. And, you know, if you want. If not, just keep listening because we miss you. Do you like news? Do you like history? If not, what's wrong with you? Because you're in it. Oh, you're in it. You don't even want to talk Guys, about it, dude. In there, like swimwear. You don't so, even know. Beware of our podcast and listen to it. Yeah, and talk about it. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> Spread the word and awareness. Um, well, on that note, you have anything else? Um, you know, keep it breezy, keep it sleazy, um, and don't let anybody tell you who to be. I don't know. Guys, keep it breezy, keep it sleazy, and uh, just don't let anyone tell you who to be. And you heard it from, me, good, good. Heard it from <laughs> me first. It's a very original thought. Yeah. And I can tell you that Brad kind of incepted me a little bit here. He hit me with the little Leonardo DiCaprio, and I kind of didn't know I was going to say that until he said it. Yeah, exactly. So. But um, appreciate you guys listening to another episode of Now and Then, and uh, stay tuned for next week, episode 13. The unlucky number. We love you. We love you. Bye.